When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live Imaging Tuesday is on. About 12 o'clock in the Southland, Slee. Travis yeah. at Slee. We lost Trav. Trav's not here yeah, to start the segment. Him. Shocking, another bathroom break or water break. Producer okay, Emily, but is we, that timing not no. almost the exact same? And Trav, and I could, Trav didn't go out for a walk and say, Producer I'm going to go. Producer Emily, let's go to the tally board. What do we, what's the scoreboard so far on Travis at Slee walking out of the studio on a break? <laughs> Three for each. Three for each in two hours. You got water in one of those, and yeah. then two restrooms. I'm water in he's, one he's of those two windy. restrooms. He, he knew I was going to do the bit, so he's give him a second. I've, I've been there. When you go up a staircase and you pretend. No, no, like I'm good. Off. I'm he's, good. Here's the thing. Right. I have questions, though, about other things, but go ahead. But here's the thing. It's not like Trav decided, you know what? I'm going to go use the restroom down at Starbucks. All he did was literally walk there and walk back. Why during the morning show? Okay. did you? We only left the studio. At the top of the hour, because our top of the hours were a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. How much longer are they? How much more break? Do it's we once need? an hour. It's the same. It's just that because these are so tight, you notice them a little no, bit no, more. No, no, you're not going once an hour. You've gone three times no, in two hours. No, it's... it's uh, Producer Emily has the tally board. I didn't go to the bathroom. I went to get a drink matter. of water. You're leaving the studio. No. Okay, so you said the top of the hour is a longer break. It was back in the old morning show. So, but right now, is it the same as the other ones? Every break is two minutes, which we're trying to promote, except you, with you guys, you just, it's a variable. <laughs> Oh, they had to go to the bathroom. Or, oh, Travis had to go move his car, so it's a 7 Oh, that's a, whole, that's a whole other thing. You have no I'm idea. I'm sitting in my office at home looking at the screen going, what's well, I, going I on? I didn't expect them to, to Did not. Did somebody choke to death? No, no, here's the deal. filling time? I didn't expect oh, them not to do the show. There's another promo. I, I figured <laughs> awesome. that they could do the show for a minute without me, but well, they, they decided to run I didn't know what was going on. You promos. just said my car, and then I he was gone. I had to move my car for a minute. There's, we don't need to get into the whys of what was going on. I'm just saying that there was. I was about to get economically impacted severely so i needed to do something so, by the way i made a mistake i just saw ireland out in the bullpen i said john ireland rocking chair it's the john ireland massage chair which is famous rocking chair implies something else it's his massage chair that is like ten thousand dollars so you can go see it like the kind you had to see at the mall where the guys are sitting there by the escalator and probably getting, i mean john's pretty rich down yeah, so you know go. maybe he's got a fleet of uh he should bring vibrating chair one of those <laughs> sitting right there cots first would you corner. leave the studio less if we put a massage chair in there and no a, I don't, no we need, we need a, a chamber pot <laughs> Yeah, one <laughs> of so, those things like Little House in the Prairie. But what are those deals? Here's the thing. What if we put a door here? Because Slee's like, oh, well, we drink a lot of water. I drink five liters of water a day. I don't drink it at an inconvenient time in my day where I know, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to go I'm, to the bathroom 15 times. I, I'm, perfectly, I'm perfectly content. I've, I'm happy with who I am. You should drink a liter per 25 kilograms of your body weight. <laughs> I know that's like I need a dump truck full of water. If we're going no, by... we're about both, about five liters. Eh, I don't know. I'm a little taller than you. We should I, wear. I've got, I've got a couple of things going on that I'd like to conceal. <laughs> that I don't know if we need to get into. You know the those hikers, math of it all. hikers and runners when they go for long runs. Uh-huh. They we wear the camelback. Yeah, we should just. <laughs> no, that's Sipping. more water. You need to figure out the exit strategy. Uh, we need a reverse camelback. We need something that's going on. I think I saw a video about way. that once. Anyway, uh, Travis and Sliwa continues now. I've got a question for you, Al. Um, what do you do? When you meet somebody that you don't know at all, you just randomly get connected with them. And, okay. and I'll, 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 I got paired up with a guy uh, playing golf this weekend, which happens occasionally. This, by the way, is kind of similar. 
you had your Dodger game that you went to. Somebody uh-huh. sitting in the fourth seat that wasn't, and you just had 49 questions for yeah, him. Yeah, no, and that one didn't bother me. He was a perfectly pleasant guy. So the Dodger guy didn't bother me at all. It was fine. It was just kind of a weird situation. But um, played golf yesterday morning with a buddy of mine. So me and him, too. You, they send you out in, pair, in groups of four. Yep. So right? you're so going to pair up with somebody We're going to pair up with another pair. The other pair had one guy that was a good guy. And the other guy was one of these guys that, for, for reasons that completely escape me, has to tell you a series of lies on every hole. Give me an example. Like, what, do, what, do you lies. Mean? what do you mean? For instance, mm-hmm. okay, um, this guy was on a, on a scale of 10 being a pro and zero being somebody who has never played golf zero before. Zero being Sliwa. No, no, no. Zero being somebody that literally has never picked up a golf club before. Okay. This guy was a two and a half. He was he he played some golf, but he was terrible at it. Maybe plays once okay. or twice a year. Maybe. Okay. He tried to tell my friend Brad and I that he had played the senior One of tour. Those. Jeez. You know, it's hard to hard to hard to imagine looking at me that I used to spend five years on the senior tour. How old? It's sixties. Okay. Okay. Sleep. I am not a professional golfer. I've played a lot of golf with professional golfers. Yeah, yeah. I have played – I can play reasonably well. I would have beaten this guy by 10 shots aside easily, mm-hmm. and he's trying to tell me lies that he was on the – like, what, what's why, the point of exactly. this? Why is he doing this? Why, what is that, why is that a lie that you put out in the universe like that? So now it puts me into the Travis mode, which is I can go one of two ways. I can actively engage this guy, mm-hmm. or I can – really super aggressively ignore him so when he comes up to me i start walking the other way so so when he starts telling me a story i walk away and i chose the latter because i just couldn't i couldn't deal with it so some people will take this as you know what i'm gonna have fun with this right i'm gonna engage in it knowing that it's not real i'm I'm just gonna screw around with it i'm not that guy either if i'm not interested or i don't feel like the guy's telling the truth no thank you if you start walking away from the situation, as an example, you were doing that yesterday. What did he do? What was his response? He would follow me. He would or he'd walk over to my buddy Brad he and start telling him that story. He won he up. Just, it, it, I need to explain this again because this would be the lie. If, let's say you and I, we were during our five hours to kill tomorrow. Okay, we decide you bring a basketball, you throw it in the trunk of your car, and we see a hoop That's as a we're driving idea. by. And we just say, yeah, let's go play a little horse. Mm-hmm. Let's go you know, do a little three-point shooting contest. And I go out there, and I miss – Every single shot I take, and I'm not talking, I'm talking layups, I'm talking little bunnies from two feet off the glass. I yep. miss them all. And then I say to you, hey, hard to tell by looking, but I played nine I years in the, in the NBA. League. I was in the G League. You couldn't. I, why are we telling that lie? Yeah, I don't understand that. What do you do in that situation? Do you uh, say? I, no, I'm, oh, no, I'm with you. you. I ignore. I walk away. I quick. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. And I, I will let them know in a respectful way. That I am not interested in that conversation. Oh yeah, I got, I got hurt in a car accident. I've never been the what same. Are you doing? No, Why? no, what, you weren't. That's not true. This? That's not. I don't know. And then he's competing with us. Who, if he were a pro? Why are you competing with us when you're the pro and we're two guys that I'm work on a radio Next show? Next time you and I play golf together, I'm going to say, Trav, your bothers me. Your backswing. Your back. You got to move your hips more. It's a great day. Other than that, oh, beautiful day. Is Craig Kimbrell just going to give up a run every time he pitches? Now is that just the new reality? We're going to have to give him a two or three run cushion. Remember, Key used to say it all the time. Well, just give Kenley Jansen a four run lead. Well, that's a good idea, but that's a little harder to execute. Yeah, it's it's harder to. We're we're getting into the hey, uh, is this guy going to be okay territory? Especially the way they came back in the eighth two, where they down four nothing. 
They were down four in. nothing and started to chip away at it. Home back to back homers. But the eighth is when you took the lead. Yes, and then the ninth is when you give it up. So yes. it's like kind of that you got Dodger Stadium feeling a certain way by the time you got to the ninth and is boom blew the uh, blew the save there. Again, the the Dodgers have kind of hacked the code on how to do the regular season. The fact of the matter is, if Craig Kimball continues to falter a little bit, and mm-hmm. you know how many saves he's blown, including yesterday. One. I was going to say, that's his first one, right? <laughs> yes. So this may be a little premature along, but he has not pitched well in the month of May. He's given up some runs along. But there's no scenario where the Dodgers are going, ah, this is all we got. We're just going to have to roll with it. They'll keep tinkering with it. They'll put Hudson in there. They'll go look for somebody else. Hopefully, you know, cross your fingers that Blake Trinan comes back and he's ready to go at the end of the year. But when you look at some of these other teams, like sometimes you're just like, hey, this is, we, we have a weakness in this spot. And it may or may it may or may not get us, you know. In the end, they have potentially a soft spot there, and if it is, you know they're going to address it. That that's the one difference between the Dodgers and a lot of these other teams. That put aside how talented they are, put aside how good they are, put aside some of the injuries that they've had. We, we learned Kershaw, Heaney, eventually going to come back as well. We know how good of a start. By the way, we're not even talking about what the other pitchers did over the weekend in Gonsolin and. Um, and uh, you know what I heard for the first time this weekend with Gonsolin? What's that? Somebody's talking about, hey, he needs to be on the Cy Young list. Like he's mm-hmm. getting, he, he's pitched that well that you know we're not quite to the halfway point, but we're already talking. Hey, if we're putting together an early, a way too early Cy Young award list, Tony Gonsolin well, names be. on it. So of course so, he should. So it's it's good that he's on that list. But the reason why I mention all this, Dodgers are going to, you're going to reach a point during the season where you figure out, okay, we know exactly what we have. We know we know what guys are coming through. What guys aren't? What guys are healthy? What guys aren't? Every team in Major League Baseball runs into this. Let me give you a perfect example. Last year, before they made the trade for Scherzer, it was the Dodgers were going to address what they felt like we don't have enough arms more more than anything else because Trevor Bauer wasn't going to be available. Well, teams like the Padres, other teams that were out there, also were in a similar similar situation where they knew what their weakness was. The Dodgers have the ability, and this is what they've kind of shown over these last couple of years, let the regular season show where our weaknesses are, and then we'll address it at the right time. Even if other teams know that and they're kind of trying to take a similar approach, it's the Dodgers that have come through in those situations. And I, I just use that as an example because if you do reach a point later on in the season, let's say Trinan's not available and you're you're depending on somebody you don't feel good about closing games, I, I agree with you. They'll address it. There, there's the old adage in baseball is you spend two months of the season figuring out what you have. You spend two months of it trying to fix it, mm-hmm. and then you spend the last two months of it playing with what you fixed. That's kind of the, that's, that's the, the way that, you know, traditionally you look at it. The Dodgers can fix all three of those parts. And when it goes time to, to make a deal, what do, you, what, do you, what do you need? Right? It's one of these stores that, well, you know, I only have this to trade. I don't really need, like, for instance, Russell Westbrook to kind of cross the streams here for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, what Russell Westbrook, all, he, all you really have here is an expiring contract. I really don't need that. It's funny. That is the so, only right. kind of It's the only benefit. value. Yeah. So, but I don't need that, so I don't know how this is going to work out. You want prospects? You want proven players? You need an everyday pitcher? You need bullpen help? What, what, what do you need? I got you. It, it's just they are so deep and so flush with assets. They, they're bringing up guys from the minor leagues that are major league players. Hmm. That they're just they, – we don't have enough spots where there'll be a spot eventually, and they send guys – it's, it's but remarkable. You, you know what you don't do if you're the Dodgers, if you weren't in this position? Are you in a win now? Obviously, they're in a win now. They've sure. been in a win now for a long time. But sustaining it the way that they have – 
still having all those assets to where you need those assets to go get somebody else, still developing your players as they're coming up through the farm system. It's it's a it's pretty unique position. Mookie's gotten to that level where we haven't seen it in a long, that every time he comes to bat, you stop what you're doing. Hold on, he's up. Hold on. Hold on. It's something it, double last night. No, two double. No, double home run, walk, and single last Leading night. Leading the NL in home runs. He's 5'9". He nine. had 12 homers in the month of May. <laughs> that tie, the tie franchise record? He tied it. He, he and he has a chance to beat it tonight, by the yeah. way. Today's the last day of the month, and they got another game. But think, think about this. Aaron Judge leads the league in home runs. Sure. He sure. looks like a guy he, I that mean, would he's lead. six foot 4,000 yeah. and yeah. 300 pounds. And Manny cut. Ramirez looked like he was going to crank him. Mookie looks like a sprinter. Mm-hmm. He's he's lean. He's not mm-hmm. particularly tall. And he's just hitting bombs. It's He is so – go back to that 2020 season when they won it all. He's kind of doing that thing, right, where mm-hmm. it's just, you need me to win it with a glove? Fine. You need me to run it with my with – sure, I got it. Home run. Every single tool in the bag. He uh, he went through that stretch. I think it was more mentally in the beginning. Remember, he was struggling. Present. We were talking about it, and now he's in one of those modes where every time you see the Dodgers or you watch any of the highlights, you can't get very very far without seeing Mookie. Slee had to pull off the side of the road. That's yeah, how excited yeah. he was yeah. when Darvin Ham got named Lakers coach. That's next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten, ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Live Imaging Tuesday. Travis and Sliwa. Don't forget, super crosstalk. Coming up in about 40 minutes. 112, 1255 Chris. to 112. What that's is so right. difficult to understand? It's 57 minutes away. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's 57 yeah. from ending. Until we're done. Yeah, until right. it's done. Yeah. No, it's just we Slee on, Slee and I want to make sure that we get all the way to 12. That's our goal. 112. 112, yes. 112 p.m. No yeah. bathroom oh, oh, breaks I got this a, I got a question. Oh, yes. So, you know no, how we it. have to wait till 55? It's for the stager. Is that real or no? That is real. John says it's not. It is real. It is? Well, they can come in here. We would prefer... Our boss, the great Amanda Brown, would like us to keep it tighter yes. so that people want it more. Ah. Much like Live Imaging Tuesday. We Got want to try to, that's why sometimes I oh. exit myself out so that people are like, oh, I can't wait for him to come back. And sometimes, especially with Not the Mason today, and Ireland, Travis and Sliwa, original crosstalks. <laughs> he just burned you again. I didn't hear it. <laughs> it was very under. The if fact I that didn't it hear it, probably the listener didn't hear it. Yeah. So the fact that it was that good. Why don't we do it one more time? Go ahead. Oh, not today, though, I said. <laughs> oh. I love it. <laughs> anyway, the original Mason and Ireland, Travis and Sliwa, Super Crosstalks, they were going long, frankly, and they were not good. Oh, okay. So we wanted to tighten them up. Well, we're trying to drag down their number one ranking. We, we, we want to make sure that we get to the top of the heap, so we're trying to make sure that we poison the first 20 minutes of their show. <laughs> anyway, That's the number one show, in Los, sports radio show in Los Angeles, Mason and Ireland, coming up at 1 p.m. Meanwhile, 
What do you got? You, you're like telling me to wrap it up. No, I'm oh. not telling you to wrap it up. I'm, I'm, you, you have me fully enthralled. You've sold me on the no, less is more. You know, because of what Taylor said, I'm annoyed. That's it. <laughs> Travis and Sliwa continues now. Thank you, Chris. All right, Slee, So When did this rivalry start? I don't know, but I'm here for it. It's a I, fantastic, I like, like uh, out-of-nowhere rivalry. The, the, the reason I like it is because I think he likes it. That's why I'm really kind of excited about the whole thing. You're on your way to the wedding. How, by the way, you haven't told us about the wedding. Yeah. We, we know that something happened yeah, on the way to it. Not, no. Nothing, Nothing good. No. Did you have a few? Uh, had one. Had to drive. One. Oh, to okay. Drive. That's different. Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, she couldn't even take one for the team and drive, so you could. No, it was more kind of do your thing, thing. Not my thing. So yeah, it's like you do. She, but at least you she you. knows the people. So you had to be there and sober yeah. and not enjoying yourself. Not that good. That's a that's a double L for you. It wasn't that good. <laughs> Doesn't sound. Like, I believe you. Don't tell anybody. I won't tell anything. But you're going there. Lakers yeah, hired Darvin Ham. Yeah, it's a seven hour did you, drive. Did you from keep Pasadena. it on the road? Were I you thought okay? I was driving to. Monterey. Well, basically, Agora, Monterey. They think they share a zip code. I was basically there. Yeah. Uh, So we're doing the drive, and this is you on Friday. I love the range of emotions you had on Friday. At the beginning. You're right. But but let me explain. In the beginning, you're like, Al, come on. Friday, go have a good time. Just go have fun. Weddings are fun. Somebody's getting married. You feel good about this new life that they're going to live together. And then as they gave you more details, you're like, well, you shouldn't be going. I don't understand why you're going. I got Taylor whispering in my ear. Yeah, but it's game six, Celtics in Miami, this and that, right? Yeah, yeah I'm with you on that part. <laughs> yeah. I was ready. I wanted to use that as an excuse, but I couldn't. Uh, so we're driving out there, and then the news breaks. The news, You know how the news broke? For me, because I'm listening to the game, Miami and, uh, and the Celtics, and it was no announcement there. Remember, nothing was official. It was Woj that had sent out the tweet. Mm-hmm. I don't have Twitter on my phone anymore. I already made that <laughs> announcement. So I'm getting texts that are coming in. I got a cousin. I got Kate's that was on there, too. Kind of. I'm like, wait a minute. Did they Did they just? Okay, Darvin Ham is who they hired. Which, by the way, I don't think was a complete shock or surprise. I think the question was, when will they actually hire him? By the time it actually ended up happening, I was already in a suit. I was ready to go. <laughs> it's like, Jim, you want to talk? Let's do it right <laughs> yeah, now. Let's throw me Pull on. Pull over. Did you really do a Zoom from the side of the road? Not the side of the road. Um, got her all the way there, dropped her off, and then came down the hill, found a little parking lot, and was like, let's go. <laughs> You're holding my phone like this. Good for you. Yeah. I, yeah, it, it's funny. We knew it was coming. Yeah. You knew that. I mean, not necessarily Darvin Ham, but you knew they were going to hire somebody at some point. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh, okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot that, of positivity around it, too. Yeah, I felt like I within so. like media circles, fans, I felt like there was... No one's saying, oh, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and no one was saying, oh, this guy again. Like, had Terry Stotts gotten the nod... That's it a good been, example. It would have been a, okay, but, if, I mean, what, what's the difference between him and Frank Vogel? You, you, pretty similar. It, Whereas with Ham, it's... I don't know what this is going to be like. Mm. I don't know what sort of guy he's going to be. I don't know what sort of coach he's going to be. Maybe he'll have the perfect touch. Maybe it won't at all. It's kind of the, the, the unknown of it all. But even with that, and even the positivity that comes along with that, it's still, I think, and, and Laker fans, you tell me what you think about this, Eight seven 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 ten espn It still was a, okay, that's fine, but you got much bigger problems to get figured out. That Because that's how it landed with me. Cool. Like Darvin Ham. Interesting. But who's he going to coach? I thought, I think you explained it right. When you say that you can't really go if, – if Terry Stotts got the job, then you know what would have happened. They would have said, okay, hey, look, this is Terry Stotts. This is what he did in Portland. This is what happened in these series when 
the Blazers had a two-game lead or a one-game lead. This is where he failed in the playoffs. Like, you have all these examples of saying, okay, this is the way I have Terry Stotts. I think the reason why there is some positivity around Darvin Ham, I think the fact that he's a former player, I think the fact that you've seen some success. Lakers are not the first team in the NBA to say, hey, this guy has not been a head coach um, let's hire him right out the gate. Let him be on a team that has expectations right out the floor. It's not like the Luke Walton situation where Luke's going to get a three-year, something along those lines. Hey, can you just start showing improvement? No, he's going to walk into a situation where he's got uh, to perform right away, or at least the team has to. I think it's the unknown that has some positivity because – we don't have any examples yet as Darvin Ham is. Unknown's always exciting. But let, the, when you kind of take a step back from it and start thinking about, is he set up for success? I don't know. I, I don't know. You have a GM or a president of basketball operations that potentially could have one foot out the door, right? That if this doesn't go well, you're the guy that brought you in. He's probably getting it before you. We've, we've entered that point. Mm-hmm. Your best player is coming into year 20. Mm-hmm. Now it's LeBron James, but it's year 20. Your second best player has a long history of missing games. Yep. Your third best player, if we're calling Russell Westbrook that, probably doesn't even want to be there, but you can't move him because of the money he makes and because of the price you'd have to attack. And on top of all of that, you're an inexperienced head coach, brand new, and you are being asked to take a team back to championship caliber after a year when they finish 16 games under 500. That is not. Can I add one more element to it. Sure, you're coaching the Los Angeles Lakers. Yep, there you go. You're, and it's a high-profile gig. That when Steve Kerr took over the Warriors, Warriors were already ascending. Clay, Draymond, Steph, they're pretty good. They're getting close. Okay, he puts them over the top. The Celtics that we're talking about, uh, Udoka and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Mark, they're they're ascending. They're, yep. they're getting a little better. He caught it at just the right time. This is not an ascent. This was a crash and burn that he's coming into. I always uh, I always look at this situation. By the way, if you want to give your thoughts on the new hire, feel free to give us a call, 877-710-ESPN. I always look at the what you just mentioned about what's going to happen with Russ, what's the personnel going to look like. I think any coach that took this gig, all those questions were already there, right? So this isn't a Darvin Ham situation. It's a Lakers situation, that whoever came in to, to coach, you're going to have these challenges. And these challenges, you just listed off mm-hmm. five or six of them. Maybe everything goes perfect. But that's a incredibly difficult maybe so then I go back to well how can you improve the roster and if one way of improving the roster is can you use Russ in any kind of situation where you feel like okay do we have to attach a draft pick to give us a better chance for next year than freaking a draft the draft pick uh, attach the draft pick do we have to make Talon Horn Tucker part of a trade to improve the roster sounds good include Talon Horn Tucker so I think this first step again Darvin Ham um, will he be set up for success if it's the exact same roster? I think anybody who came in, it's going to be a tough gig. Can you use what you have and try to improve the roster? I really bothers me every time I hear, well, they're not going to do this, they're not going to do that. It's what will hold you back from trying to give LeBron and Anthony Davis a well, chance of, of trying to win? The answer is we're not going to win anyway. So, look, I'm going to hold on to my last a couple of assets. That if, if I – in my heart of hearts, believe there is no – this team is so far away, and you've said it a million times, there are so many good teams in our conference that even if everything breaks right, we're number six. And we're not going – so let's not sell the last couple of 
assets that we have, whether it's players' picks or, or whatever it might be. Let's just kind of start to dig out from under this that this is going to take a little time. Why get deeper into the hole? That's the only reason. So because it, I, I'm with you. Yeah. At this point, there, there's so little left. It's like you might as well throw it in there, too. I, I, I'm more on that side, but that's the reason not to. Hypothetically, if that's the case then don't you just start rebuilding? I would. Right, I've, I've been just, saying that for a while now. You have, but I'm, I'm saying that if you're not, you've been all in for basically four or five years. Mm-hmm. Four years, let's say. Sure. You've been all in. Sure. To stop at this point, and this could just be positioning argument. or posturing, whatever it is. It could just be that. But to stop at this point and have LeBron just, so the highlight next year is going to be what? LeBron passing Kareem? Yeah. Technically? Probably. Okay, then if if you're going to get to this stage or to this point and you're not going to say, hey, I'm going to give up more assets to try to get better, I, I, it just doesn't doesn't add up to me. Let's try a phone call here. West Covina, Nate. Nate, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Nate? Hey, hey guys. Love the show. Um, I was just kind of touching on the, the Dodgers-Lakers comparison that you were doing a little bit earlier, and uh, I just don't understand why it's, it's a little bit unfair, right? I mean, both teams haven't won a championship since 2020. And Trav, you're just you're so high on the Dodgers all the time, and you're just you know you're beating up the Lakers, and everyone's beating up the Lakers in the media. But um, I mean, they're 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 in the same boat. I mean, if the Dodgers don't win this year, isn't that considered a failure for them as well? Like, okay, so I, I yes, if the Dodgers don't win the World Series, it is a failure. But I Nate, I really disagree about them being in the same boat, and here's why. The Lakers did win a championship in 2020, just like the Dodgers. The Dodgers have been in a position to win a championship really for the last 10 years in a row. They've either been in the NLCS or the World Series and gotten very, very close, and sometimes they've blown it. I'm not saying that it's never been their fault. It has. Sometimes just bad luck has happened to them. Sometimes the Astro season happens. So, sometimes the Astro season happens. So mm-hmm. there are some things. And then there's just the natures of the sport. That basketball, if I have the guys, I should win. Whereas in baseball, if I have the guys, I should probably win. But where it's more like a, a 60-40 sort of split as opposed to an 80-20 kind mm-hmm. of deal. So the Lakers, to your point, um, Nate, is I, I, I hear what you're saying. That the Lakers and Dodgers are similar. That if you don't win a championship, it's considered a failure. I agree with you. The difference is the reason my level of frustration with the Lakers is far more is because they're not close. The Dodgers are close. The Dodgers are going to be in the playoffs. There just is not a scenario that exists where they're not in the playoffs. And then we can judge them based on the criteria that you're talking about. I don't know how long it's going to take the Lakers even to get back in the mix. I, I, they're, they're miles apart, in my opinion. Well, the, the Dodgers situation, there is, a, there is a disappointment in the Dodgers strictly because you don't feel like you've cashed in enough I agree. for having this great franchise for the last 10 years. For the Lakers, the reason why the situation is different is you haven't been competing for 10 straight years, right? Like that's, that's really ultimately that 10 the 10 years have been good once. They've been, been good once. They won the championship once. The other years you could talk about, well, did you have the right roster? Did you may, make too but, many moves? Is Anthony Davis injured? So I, I can't, be, I can't really, argue, ex- I can't really argue that. I can't really argue that. explanations as to yeah. why they haven't been good, but they've in 10-year winner, they've been good once. But his point, I guess, is this. Over those 10 years, how many did you cash in? If you just want to make it as simple as that, which yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you can I don't either. think you can. I think you have to tell the Look the at that number. I'm sorry. Story. Did you see? Look at that. Finals experience. Clipper, or excuse me, the Warriors have 123 games of finals experience. The Celtics have zero. That kind of goes back to what we were talking about a minute ago, right? Damn. Just, I mean, experience is super important. Not being scared is super important. 
Zero? Maybe is, 123 do, to nothing? Do you subscribe to the, hey, what? I'm not going to be scared of what I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't know. Let's go. Let's play. Ignorance is play. I'm, I'm, why would I be scared? I don't even know what it's going to feel like yet. Yeah, I think there's something to that. I think there is the, uh, I think there's, if you've never done it before, how do you know what to feel? Let's try one more here. Let's go to Venice and Ryan. Ryan, you're all with Travis Lee. What's up, Ryan? Hey, guys. Uh, just wanted to touch on uh, Coach Ham. I think it's a good hire. I mean, I don't know exactly what to expect, but as far as, like, I, I, I like that we hired a former player um, and someone, obviously, that LeBron was on board with. Um, but do you guys know anything about what his uh, background is? Is he an offensive guy? Is he a defensive guy? Um, and, you know, what can he bring to the table as far as uh, getting us back to a competitive level? Right, appreciate you calling in. You know, it's funny, Trav, I guess one of the reasons why the Lakers hired him, remember they were kind of doing their second round of interviews, yep. and he actually came in, and supposedly the story is that they were so impressed with his X's and O's that they thought at that point they didn't need to go and do, I think Kenny Atkinson didn't get the second uh, interview which they were going to do so um, we'll find out I think there's also part of this that you knew exactly okay Frank Vogel's known as a defensive guy uh, this coach is known as uh, he's going to be great with point guy. guards that guy's going to be trying I think with Darvin Ham whatever whatever the uh, the conversation is before the season starts Aren't we just going to have to kind of find out as we go to? There are two, two things that because I would be talking out of my you-know-what if I said, oh, he's this guy or that guy. I don't know. But when LeBron James immediately offered an enthusiastic response to him being hired, I think that's a really good sign. It means LeBron is bought How in. How about Giannis, too? I like that. That was the second yeah, I like one. The that. fact that Giannis said they got the right guy and that he's going to coach you hard and he's going to coach you honest, I think the Lakers need a little of that. I think the Lakers are going to need some hard, honest truths. And from a guy that, that has nothing to lose, really, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Now, whether or not they got the players, that's a totally that's the next. Step. That's a totally different thing. All right. Um, the next step could be: Are they going to have to play with Russell Westbrook? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Live Imaging Tuesday. Travis Itzliwa. Yes. He caught me off guard. Who did, Taylor? It's good he didn't turn that he, mic on 10 seconds earlier. He's trying to set you up. He's, I think he's he laying is. some groundwork. He's even get that mic hot at just the right moment. Nothing you said 10 seconds earlier would have, that would have been, been okay. edited. It would have been fine. It would have been It would have been out of con, but it would have been all right. You would have survived that. Are you guys fans of Bosch on TV? On Love it. Amazon Prime? Love it. And Ryan and Guaguna, one of our Travis okay. and Sliwa All-Stars. We were going to go on a tour of all the things. Have oh. you watched the new Bosch, Bosch Legacy? I haven't, but Don't. I, do I need really? to? Do I need to watch Is it that bad? It's bad, man. Because of... It would be the equivalent of this show if we took away all the pieces and just had Clinton Yates in here. And then they were like, oh, it's still Travis and Sliwa. Yeah, I got another shot in. <laughs> so what, did, what did Yates do to you? Nothing. I, feel, just, I, I have like to pick somebody happened. every week. Just a bit. 
Um, it's that bad. It's bad. Is man. it because ba- is Bosch in it? Yeah, Bosch is in it, and his daughter's like, in the it. Daughter's like a cop. I don't want to ruin right. too much. Yeah, no, but that's what they're setting up at the end of Bosch. But they took away the whole cast, and now you see that they realize the first couple. Of, so Mimi now Rogers in it. Some of the cast is coming. Mimi Rogers. Yeah. Mimi yeah. Rogers, she's, the attorney. Yeah, she's still. But in she's this not one? working at her like but Johnny in, Cochran law firm but, on top of a mountain. But she's, she's in like it. in some weird office somewhere. But she's in it. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. Mimi Rogers. Oh yeah. She's. I mean, I'll did you do better, call Saul? Did you do better, call Saul? But she's a little bit older. She's I mean. yeah, a little bit older than me. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to see a photo. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Look up Mimi Rogers right now. I want your reaction. Just like the first night of this show, way back when, when we did the Brenda, Brenda? the oh, Shannon Doherty. Amazing. Bit. Amazing. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm surprised that you're questioning my, my uh, <laughs> I mean, enthusiasm. Whatever gets you going, man. <laughs> That's exactly but, right. But here's the thing. You can't find a negative review of Bosch Legacy on the internet. And you don't like it. I don't. And a lot of people that I talk to are like, yeah, yeah it's not great, but at least it's Bosch. But I think Amazon's paying for reviews somewhere because these reviews are like, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Let's see what you got. Are the reviews all in the Washington Post? Let's see what you, pull, see what you pulled up. I want, to see, I want to see what you went with. Producer that's Emily, a terrible picture. Can you look up Mimi okay, Rogers? Which one, which one do you want me to hit? Um, Is there go, a better one? Go, yeah, there's a lot better one. I'll, I'll do some, some work I mean, for you I know I've got a mother thing. No, he's not, I, he's not as old as my mother. I mean. She's kind of old. She was with Tom Cruise in the 80s. I mean, this is she, they, she married Tom Cruise. She was married to Tom Cruise. That was rocking the cradle, I'm sure, I'm at that just, point. Just saying that, you know. By the Tom way, the, sto- Cruise, remember the story from a long time ago. There we go. That's speaking, what we're talking about. Okay. It's, okay. If you're talking about that, yeah. yeah. If you're uh, Speaking of moms, that story you told us last Tuesday, that was recycled on the golf course this weekend. Which one? Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> remember the story that we couldn't talk about that Ireland oh, loved? Yeah, that's yeah. That's, uh, so did you give credit I think Josh trying to reenact that story that story is. I love that you upsetting. said, "Hey, at the Mandy's, I'll tell everyone." Like you want to get everybody together in like tell a little it into section. A microphone. I'm not going to tell it to check, a large check. group of people. <laughs> check, By the way, you guys individual. got homework to do. Remember, Travis at Sliwa Caller of the Year is based on the callers that are going to be there, and or callers mm. or Twitter people, whatever the All Stars get there like five minutes early and knock it out. <laughs> that's that's all on you. <laughs> that's fine. I'm comfortable making decisions. Travis and I go use the restroom fourteen times. When I, we're I at the honestly, Mandy I'm not going to. I'm not going to give it away right now. I I know who I'd vote for right now. Right the CEO second. Pat. Uh, no, CEO doesn't. CEO used to bring me homemade fudge. That was pretty fun. So in this live imaging hit, you have told me about your fascination with Mimi Rogers. Yes, and that the CEO brought you fudge. Yes, well, every Christmas. I'm done, guys. <laughs> he bring in a big plate of fudge. Mason and Ireland Supercross talk coming up at twelve fifty five. Mimi he, Rogers is only six years older than Tom Cruise, by the way. Okay. See? Tom Cruise is 60. Okay, so she's 66. Tom Cruise is 60? Yeah. He looks pretty good. He looks Money can make you look really young. And Scientology, and, apparently. Yeah, he's healthy. <laughs> he's healthy. He's getting his um, things squared away with the meters. I, I've only watched this show. I've only watched that show once. I don't, I don't really know what I'm talking about. I know that there are meters involved. You team fudge, Slee? Uh, I could do without it. Yeah? Yeah. A little too rich for you? It's okay. It's just not like... But a big plate of it, like right around the early part of December, where the CEO rolls in with Mrs. CEO's fudge. Yeah, I'll, I'll it's take pretty it. Pretty good. Yeah, I'll take that. Pretty good. I'm not, I'm not going to let them dispar- disparage your uh, fudge, Pat. I got I got your back on that. Ryan in Newberry Park. Let's see uh, what you got, Ryan. You're on with Travis. Hey guys, I got to keep. Hey, I got a weak phone coverage. I'm going to keep it real quick. Okay. Um, everyone makes a big deal about Doc Rivers winning the championship with Boston as a coach. But I just need to point out. Uh oh, 2004. So he knows what it's like. 
Okay, Brian, we we missed most of I that, but all. I think I know what you're getting at. They said Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers won a championship. I think he was going Darvinham won a championship with the Pistons. He knows what it takes as a to player. Win. Yep. As a player, he, he and by the way, he was on the staff with the Bucks, yep. and, and they won a championship last year. So he's been around it. But was with the Hawks for a number of years when they were, <laughs> yeah, with, with uh, Budenholzer. Yep. The fact is, though, mm-hmm. there is so much difference. I, I'm I'm going to tell you a quick story here. When I was working, and this is, this is a, a one on a scale of one to 10 billion, but when I was working as a producer and the host of the show that I was working for would look at me and say, no, I'm not doing that. And I'd look, well, why not? It's just, just do yeah. it. Like yeah. you don't understand until you move those 10 feet to the other job. That's, that's a 10,000 foot move from lead assistant to head coach in the NBA. There is no more, there's someone else that's going to take the body blows. There is no more, hey, why did you do that? And you don't have to answer the question. Everything that happens with the team is your responsibility. Player has, does, is unhappy, your responsibility. Player's not playing well, your responsibility. Team's Bad, not playing well? Your responsibility. Mm-hmm. There is no more, hey, the staff is going to work things out. I'm not saying that assistant coaches aren't important, but being the captain of the ship is a totally different thing. And he's never done it before. Can we use this as an example? Last season... How many times do you think people are looking at the um, down the uh, bench of assistant coaches and saying, oh, that's his fault? No, no, you're talking about Frank Vogel. Right. That's it. It's the only conversation you right. ever had. It didn't matter who was on the, uh, who was on the bench, right? It's so the only funny thing that mattered was Vogel. Because when you're winning, everybody wants your assistance. Oh, look at the staff that he's put together. He's got this guy, and this guy's going to be a candidate over here, and they're going to lose this guy. Look at Sean McVay. Right, Sean McVay, every single season, I'll take that guy, I'll take that guy, I'll yep, take that yep. guy, head coach, head coach, head coach, head coach. If all of a sudden Sean McVay had three seasons when they were not performing well, it wouldn't be like, well, he'd lost all his assistants. No, it'd be McVay's lost his edge. Mm-hmm. Time to go. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's just, it's night and day. We were, um, we were talking about, and, and I, look, I, I think the coach piece of this, it still hasn't become... It still hasn't. At some point, Lakers will obviously make it official. We'll get a chance to hear from Darvin Ham at some point. I'm interested on how that initial meeting goes. I'm interested to hear from Palenka when that time comes as well about just kind of addressing the offseason. And maybe they don't say anything about the offseason. Maybe they don't say anything about the personnel. But you know it's going to be brought up to Darvin Ham. You know it's going to be brought up to Palenka. Hey, um, how are you guys going to use Russ? They're not going to talk about – Hey, what's the deal? What's the latest on Russ getting traded? That's not going to be the that, conversation. What do you think that – what's the answer to that question? Okay, you come in. Hey, hey, good to see you again, Darwin. Have a seat. Now let's talk a little bit about this. So let's go over this one more time. Doesn't look like we're going to be able to move Russ okay. without attaching some stuff to it. We'd really rather not do that. He doesn't really want to be here. It doesn't didn't really work out all that great. How, how do you see that going? What is the answer to that question? I think the – if you knew Russ was going to be on the roster mm-hmm. and you're kind of now, all right, well, there is no, this guy's going to go somewhere else. I think the question is going to be, Russ, is winning the top priority this upcoming year? Because maybe it's some also some input from Russ. Of if winning is the absolute top priority, um, what did you notice last season? Just hypothetically, Russ, what if you came off the bench? What do you think of that? If you came off the bench and you're going to have times where you kind of get to run things the way you want, um, maybe the bench all of a sudden becomes more of an asset than something that hurts you when LeBron and AD aren't in the game. I think the question is going to come down to if winning is the top priority, how the hell do we just figure out how to win? Everyone's getting paid. 
It's not like, Russ, you're going to get your 47 mil. Bron, you're going to get paid. AD's going to get paid. All these guys are going to get paid. If you know Russ has to be on the roster, isn't the best way of using him when he's more isolated by himself than Probably. when he's with Bron and AD? But what if his response to those questions you're asking is, oh, I'm not coming off the bench. I'm a former MVP. Then, I, wanna, then, I mean, I'm not I'm bench. No, then it's not, not the do. priority. So no. then, then you're there. You're in a really tough spot. That's there. what I mean. And yeah. now, now he's the one that has to figure this out because it could be. Well, we thought you know maybe no, no. The reason it didn't work last year is they didn't let me do what I do. You but know, you they, know what I do? You know what I do in that situation? He comes off the bench. If you think, but now you've got a problem before we've even thrown the ball. In the you're end. right, but you also have a problem when he's in the game yeah. when they're all three together. This is why him, this is why the roster is for, because the the problems that we just laid out the same problem that. Phil Jackson would have, that Doc Rivers would have, that Terry Stotts would have, that Darvin Ham's going to have. It's the same problem. Now, a guy like Jackson or a guy that, you know, Steve Kerr or something said, I don't really care what you think, but yeah. this is how we're going to do it. I know my ways work. This is a different dynamic. This is a guy that is green. But, you know, you know, it's something that Darvin Ham has that will play to his advantage. Be the first year as head coach of the Lakers. He's on a four-year contract, right? Russ's final year on the Laker contract. So if you just look at it from a little bit of leverage perspective, I think Darvin Ham can make decisions that he feels like is in the best interest of the team, knowing that Russ is only on here if he is going to stay for one more year. The dumps coming up next is Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Feel like I, yeah, we'll call. I think Chris has rattled uh, Taylor a little it bit. Will call. <laughs> it's time for everything we haven't gotten to today. Yes, it's time for the dump. So, Taylor, are you like actively trying to find little ways to zing Chris? Because I, I like it. I like that you've come in a couple of times. The Scotty off Morales was, a little bit. Was yeah, the, Scotty Pippen of water he just, polo. He gives me free great. material. <laughs> it's pretty easy. I like it. I like how this is going. Um, if I owed you money yep. or did something shady yep. in a fantasy football league, would you slap my face here? Uppercut in the hallway. <laughs> I would miss, That's... by the way. <laughs> hey, you can't do that. You can't use the waiver wire like that. Yeah, well. Why'd you hit me in the shoulder? I was trying to uppercut your chin. That's a miss. That, that, the second I saw that story, like, oh, no, this is about money. Okay, that Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson uh, before a, a game. Yep. Um, they both said it was about fantasy football. Disagreement over fantasy football rules. Uh-huh. No, not, what it was is a disagreement over fantasy football rules that led to somebody getting money and somebody else not, is my estimation. Because otherwise, you know, nobody cares about this stuff if there's not money involved, right? And then he went and slapped him. you got to pay the guy. That's how that goes. How about, did you listen to Jock Peterson, his actual interview I, addressing I did, yes. it? It's three minutes of why... He got slapped by Tommy Pham, and he's going into the absolute details of his fantasy football league. The rule that he did that he thought was okay, that he has seen Tommy Pham do the same the thing with his part. player. Well, he did it already. I'm like, uh, are we really having a conversation? But by the way, can I just say this? You're right about this. You're right about the whole um, if it has to do with money. Can we not slap each other over a fantasy football <laughs> no. game? No, look, here's why, okay? I quote um, – Tommy Pham here. I slapped Jock. He said some stuff I don't condone. I had to address it. You don't mess. Tommy Pham felt like he'd been disrespected, probably publicly or at least publicly in the fantasy football in the fantasy group, football group, world group chat. Yeah, and he he wasn't going to have it, and he was going to loosen some of Jock's teeth to make a point. Whenever somebody says, the man. whenever somebody says after there, an incident happens, I had to address it. 
it's very serious to them. Yes. And, and he didn't, like, deny it. I slapped him. I had to address it. <laughs> like, there's no other option. No. No, you don't understand. He took him off the, the injury report yep. and immediately inserted him into the lineup. So then that without... guy wasn't available. <laughs> now, now, what am I supposed to do? Not punch him in the face? Not slap him? I, I do like that it happened, like, out in the open, too, right? This apparently happened while they were stretching. Yeah. and they, they confronted each other, and it went from there. This wasn't back alley, batting cage kind of stuff like, hey, you owe me $10 from the Fantasy Football League. It's much bigger than that. I should have done it just uh, – uh, during the game. All right, here's the only other thing. <laughs> the three-game suspension is going to cost the it's going to cost the man some money. Yeah, it, it is. But, hey, Slee, did you not hear the quote? I had to address, had to address it. it. Yeah. His Tommy Pham's yep. honor is no longer in question. People, I'll put it to you this way. Can I say this? Yeah. Nobody that fantasy footballs with no Tommy Pham moving forward no is going to use the waiver wire illicitly or not pay that. Won. Technically, yeah, he, won. he he look. It might have cost him a little money, but now if you're in the fantasy football league with Tommy Pham, you know you know what it's all about. A tractor trailer full of fifth. This was disgusting. Did you look at this picture? Fifteen thousand pounds of hot dog filler. Probably better not to ask, right? Hot dog filler spilled onto a Pennsylvania highway slate. What do we do with that? Like, Scoop what it up happens? and throw it in the trash. I guess. Who are you calling, saying, guys, it happened again? <laughs> Hot dog filler. Not like meat. Not even hot dogs. Not meat that's going to be used for hot dogs or hot dogs that have already been processed and packaged. Uh, yeah, what are you going to do with all that stuff? Oh, that's hot dog filler. Do you Slurry. ever. Baking in the sun. It's probably oh, warm oh, outside. Oh. Do you ever drive through like Vernon yeah, where, they, where have... they process the animals? Yeah. That smell. It's got to come from somewhere, Al. I mean, it's this sausage just doesn't fall out of the sky. Is that Somebody's funny? got to make it. Is that funny? Imagine want, being late to work. We want no details. Just tell me nothing of how it gets there. This is, I don't know, you tell me. This makes me feel very old. Okay. It's four years ago today that J.R. Smith did the grab the rebound and dribble out the clock mm-hmm. when LeBron did oh, the he's what, trying to get what, the game to overtime. What's, what's happening right here? That's four years ago. It feels like it happened two years ago. George Hill hit the free throw. Yeah, that too. That's the game that Braun was 50, like 8-8 eight eight against KD, Clay. Steph, who knows how it all plays out? Yeah, but if they win that game, oh, it changes everything. It, it just because it change. He, LeBron was at that thing; he was firing on yep. all cylinders, getting, and he and he needed to score. By 50 the way, that game. was 2016, five years ago, right? Yeah, or four, whatever it was. Just think about that. That was the way he was playing, or 2018. I'm sorry, that was the way he was playing at that time. Look what he was just doing last year going into his 19th season. Look what he did a couple years after when he won the Lakers championship. I just say that because. In Cleveland, that's the peak of his peak. And and the, the way you mentioned, he would probably have to do it four different games. He would have. To win that series. But once I got one, yeah. now I know, okay. little pressure over there. little pressure over there. You're really not going to let one guy beat mm-hmm. you. By the way, one guy beat you a couple of years before that, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just everything about that changes. That's one of those sliding doors. J.R. Smith. One thing goes the other way. And I love, everybody loves J.R. Smith. He's Thought funny. He's lead. interesting. He's he's a college golfer now. He's the valedictorian. He's he all, thought, like he's great. He but, thought they were up. Remember when he's looking at LeBron? He's looking at LeBron. Do you, do you remember this, too? There was some footage. Remember when that happened? That, I mean, you couldn't get national media to stop talking about that moment. And there were camera angles that, remember, they went to, uh, they went regulation ended. They're going to go to overtime. 
and there were cameras that stay on the bench, and they're looking at Braun the whole time. Do you remember when Ty Lue <laughs> comes back and Braun says, did we have a timeout? And Ty Lue says yes, and he just puts his hands like, what the F is going on here? I wonder how often if you could kind of look in the guy's brains, mm-hmm. right, like in those moments where a handful of seconds left, do they know the exact score, how many timeouts we have left? Like do they know the – the, the run of the whole process. I know the coach almost always does. A guy like LeBron would. A guy like Kobe would Everyone always understand. But you, I, I, probably not everybody wouldn't know. I don't know if you'd be okay, the only let, person. Th- this is one where it's okay. Let's say you forgot. You didn't know you had a timeout left. Let me use that as an example. Let's say you didn't know that you were in the penalty for fouls. Like, those things happen. He thought they were leading. He thought they were up a point. I get it. I'm not defending that it's a good decision. It was. He probably would like to have if that If there's one, back. one thing that you should just know, know the score of the game. And just you know the score of the, the game. I forget who did it. I saw it on SportsCenter last night, and I'm totally blanking on who did it. But there was an outfielder in a major league game last night, caught a fly ball for the second out of the inning. There were it started runners on coming base, in? Threw it into the stands. <laughs> he thought it was the third out of the inning. Right, and, and so I mean, the, my point being is that Larry Walker famously did that at a Dodger game on Sunday yeah. Night Baseball, where he caught the second out of the inning and was being nice, went to flip the ball to some kids in the front row. Problem was, there was only two. He went and took it back from the kid, but it had already gone in. So it so, happened. So take that, which happened on May thirtieth in baseball, and take that same situation. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good. No, idea no, no. Now. I know, I know. What I'm saying, I'm saying. Think about the stage that it was on when J.R. Smith happened, right? Let's say that happened to J.R. Smith, and it was just a regular season game. This happened on the biggest stage with the biggest players, and Braun, the famous LeBron pointing Wait, at you've him. you've never made a mistake in your life? Plenty. <laughs> never made a mistake in front of the world where every, everybody that was watching knew more about it than Plenty. you were while you were in the middle of it? You know what it's time to do, Slee? Yeah. Super crosstalk. KSPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It will only grow stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk. So you guys were able to do something that I was not able to do with Al. That when you guys came in on Friday yeah. and were selling him on Top Gun, uh-huh. he went and watched it. I've been yeah. working on him for weeks to get him to go. He had no interest, but he went and saw it right now, and he's all in. Awesome, man. Why are you so wearing the, glasses? Yeah, Bruce? why are you being the, why are you going with the full D-bag look? Because they told me to put them on so they could take some picture of me and make me look yeah, like people, a D-bag. Okay, yeah. No, so people, Mission accomplished. That's a pretty good explanation. If your, name is, if your explanation. name is not Jack Nicholson, you should never, ever try the sunglasses inside look. So the joke that I heard, there are two people that wear sunglasses inside. Blind people. And Give out the- those, That's yeah. the way Blind that I people and what? Jerks. Jerks, yeah. yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Was, uh, I was in there. I was in there. Yeah, so, they got their pictures. Good for you guys. He, Go ahead. He, Start my week off right. I was already sold on Maverick. You guys nailed it. It was, it it's was because they it was saw it. So it's because they saw it on fun, Thursday. So, so both you guys saw it yeah. over the weekend? Yeah. Yeah, it lives up to it, doesn't it? Absolutely yeah. does. And the callbacks to the original are fantastic. Great. The, the font, the music to start the whole thing, yeah. the opening sequence. I. 
this is why I like going to movies. I'd seen a movie that just wasn't the world's greatest movie, but it was so much fun. And you know what I'm doing? Because of the uh, the movie, I, Miles Teller and a number of the characters all had mustaches. So I've decided mm. I am going to bring back the mustache. This is going to fill in. You're going to go with a rooster, I think this a could rooster take mustache? Week. This could take weeks. Could take some time. Mm. Yeah. But it is going to fill in. Top Gun inspired. I will have a very rooster look <laughs> to me. I don't know if that's going to work so great for you. No, not I as well. Like that not as well. I'm going to try. You, you, uh, you rock the facial hair all the I time. Do. I do. I, I, more often than, I, than not, but imagine how weird I'd look if I just took that down to the uh, rooster oh, mustache. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Right? That would look wouldn't a little, that be great? A little alarming. That. No, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to do it. I'm doing it. Good Memorial Day for you guys? Yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. My mom had her 80th birthday party oh, yeah. dinner out in Palm How Desert. was the Olive Garden? Uh, the Olive Garden, actually, we had on Saturday night. Oh, okay. Sunday, we went to a really good place called Shame on the Moon, where I ate liver and onions off the menu. Now, I don't see liver and you, onions you on wait, the menu. You voluntarily often. ate liver I and onions? I loved liver and onions when I was growing up. They were like one of my favorite things, liver and onions. But you don't see it on menus very often, so I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm all over it. Liver and onions is what I had for dinner Better than Sunday. Olive Garden? What's that? Better than Olive Garden. It was better than Olive Garden. The chicken parm at Olive Garden was really good, but the liver and onions on Sunday, excellent. I don't know if I've ever had liver and onions. What about chicken livers? Chicken livers. I have had that. We used to eat the cheap... You know, the cheap parts of the uh, the, the, animal? the bird, right? Yeah. So we had chicken gizzards. We had chicken livers. But the liver and onions is a cow's liver, right? That is a calf's yeah, liver. That's, that's, that's correct. That's, that's that pretty, delicious. It's a pretty big liver. Had it liver. medium, by the way. Don't get it, don't get it well done, Doesn't John. it have don't a membrane? Don't get that liver well done. I'm getting whatever I want. Yeah, he, Mason's offended if people don't order at his table exactly how he correct. orders. Correct. As, as I would order them. Yeah. No, no, no. Everybody's got to get something different at the right, table. Right. But I mean, no, no. But if we all went to a different. steakhouse uh-huh. and one of us ordered a steak well done, Mason and says you would leave the I would table. leave. I would leave. <laughs> Nobody eats. I'm you like, you shouldn't why eat steak do you well care? It's, it's disrespectful to the cow. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Mason cannot go out. on Like, I regularly go out with Michael Thompson. That's oil and water there. Michael walks in, brings ketchup, because sometimes they won't give him ketchup at the steakhouse. Wait, hold on a second. I know he travels with wine. Yeah. I know he travels with. Small bottle of with, ketchup in the coat pocket. You're kidding. Like, am, that's not one, a bit. I am 100% not. How does he get a steak? Uh, medium, oh, but, medium. See, that's totally fine. But he will. He wants ketchup, and no matter how good the steak is, he'll put ketchup on almost anything. I, I'm with you, Mace. I don't want my steak overcooked. But right. if someone else wants to ruin their steak, what do I care? That's uh, my it's point. Just, yeah. It's just not. It's not a. For me, it's disrespectful to the chef. It's disrespectful to the cow. Society to society. It's disrespectful yeah. to us as a people. Really, really, us as a Such people. A reach. Yeah, I feel like you're not... You think I'm reaching? Yeah, maybe a touch. Hey, when's Taylor's band going to play? I want to know more about okay, Taylor. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, we were... so uh, uh, odds, let's say odds right now. Trav, odds I show up tomorrow night. 90%. Odds Mason shows up. Zero. Yeah. Okay, so wait. Just, well, describe exactly. <laughs> that, well, do you I'll want give to him one, money on it? I'll, 